Hey, hello, and welcome, my friends. I am your host and coach, Christina Borsetti, and this is episode 53. Welcome back and happy Wednesday, friends. Here we are, another episode, another time to share some ear space. Thank you so much for allowing me a space in your brain, whether you're doing something else or not. I just appreciate it as always. And I'm going to keep saying it. I know it's boring. It's nothing creative and new and exciting here with the intros and the outros, but I am just super glad that you are here. And if you're listening to this episode today, you might be someone who owns a small business and you have gotten to a point where you're like, man, I need to possibly get some extra help in some way, shape, or form. And I had been having this conversation with a few of my other mompreneurs, we'll call them women who own studios. And in the fitness industry particularly, uh, you can just get really maxed out in the service industry. If you're the person doing the service, right? If you're the person teaching, if you're the person coaching, if you're the person... um, I don't know, if you're the person working behind the counter at your own business, there comes a point where there's only so many hours in the day, and then you have to do all the other stuff on the back end, your marketing, your admin, your your bookkeeping, you are your HR, (laughs) you know, you're all of the things. And it gets to a place where you just you have to ask yourself certain questions to make, you know, to see if you're ready to, to hire someone and more than likely, you know, the answer, but you just need someone to guide you that way and help give you a little advice. So here are some tips, uh, both from my own experience and that of other business owners that I have conversations with them in these little masterminds. And I have friends who own their own businesses. And so these are conversations we have. And this is some of the feedback that we got. So number one is, and it's a couple different questions at one. Sorry, I'm laughing because I built up to it. And I'm like, and pause. But it's several questions at one. Let's say 1A, is your spirit suffering? Are you just dying on the inside? You have no time to spend with God. You used to get up early or you used to find some quiet time at the end of the day to spend reading your Bible or doing devotionals and your spirit felt so light and now you're in a place where you're confused, you're worried, you're overwhelmed, you're not sure what you're doing with your business makes any sense, you are flying by the seat of your pants, you're just throwing things at the wall to see what sticks, you know, you're putting out fires. If that's that's sounding like you in some way, shape or form, your spirit is suffering, that is a big red flag or a big symptom of you need to get some help. You're probably more than likely maxed out. Well, you might be maxed out in your business or you might just be that, you might not be maxed out in your business in terms of the service hours you're able to provide, but there's things happening at home. So what I mean by that, of course, is that relationships are suffering, your marriage is suffering, your kids are acting out or they're ignoring you, which is even worse, I feel like. At least if they're acting out, you're getting some sort of reaction out of them. But there is some sort of feedback, that reverb, because you're not present in those situations. You're not present in your home. The home maybe looks you know, torn up in a mess and the house doesn't have to look perfect all the time. I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm looking around here. It's it's a it's a hot mess express, as they say. I've got, you know, supplement bottles I have to reorder. I got my food plate from lunch over here. I got my daughter's markers everywhere. My dog is laying his dirty butt on the couch. Excuse me, sir. And it's just, it is what it is. It's fine. I'm going to clean it up. I have my systems in place. But is it at a place where I feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to get this done. I'm freaking out you know, somebody save me. My my head's, you know, underwater and I can't seem to get afloat. No. 
I'm able to say with confidence that I am feeling really good about right now, everything that's happening. I'm able to stop what I'm doing, look my child in the eye and have a conversation with her. I'm able to take a pause and have a conversation with my husband, even though we feel like two passing ships uh, sometimes to be able to sit down in the morning before he goes out to the gym and just talk to him really quickly and connect with him. I'm able to, yeah, get the things done. I feel okay with it. I feel pretty good about it. Uh, There's a lot of other things that go into play there. Your health is a big one, right? But if your spirit is suffering, your relationships are suffering, your health is going to suffer too because you're feeling overwhelmed. You're experiencing stress externally. It's reflecting internally and you're more than likely experiencing symptoms of stress. You might not be sleeping. You're just you know, waking at a drop of a hat. You're not eating as well or you think that you're eating well, but you're not really eating enough or you're just, you know, you're eating too much of stuff that doesn't serve you. It all feeds into it. So I think the number one question, 1A is, is your spirit suffering? And that 1B is, are your relationships suffering both with your children and your spouse, your friendships, your family relationships outside of the home, is your um, is your home life suffering? So do you just feel like you're underwater with all the things you have to do with your chores? And more than likely, if you're listening to this podcast, you're someone who likes to steward your home. You're someone who likes to keep a clean home and it keeps you sane. But if things are just crazy all over the place, you don't even have any systems in place that the once clean home, maybe before the kids is no longer a thing. I mean, that's something that you and I can discuss in a one-on-one coaching session and we can get some systems in place and organize things based on your priorities. Now, number two, number two, 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 Do you have processes in place to hand someone who's coming in? I guess the better question would also be the precursor to that is, do you know who you need to hire for? So a lot of the times when I'm discussing this with friends who own businesses who are in the space, the feedback to me is, I don't know what my processes are. I have no SOPs in place. I'm not really even sure what I do on a daily basis. And I can laugh because we laugh about it together. (laughs) We laugh to keep from crying, right? If you don't have those things in place, then what's going on? You might not even know what's going on with your business. And that's not a good place to be. You don't want to be caught from behind if something happens with your business. And you don't want to be in 1,800 different places at once. My recommendation to you is if this sounds like you, you might just be getting started. You don't have anything in place. Get things in place. Get some structure in place. There's a ton of amazing apps out there that can help you organize things. I'm happy to suggest a few. MeisterTask is one of that I use, and I've really enjoyed it. I've tried Trello. Um, these are basically Taskmaster spaces. On top of that, you want to write down everything that you do, absolutely everything you do with your business. Here's the good news, that there are people out there, virtual assistants and the like, who can systemize your business. And you can have them develop SOPs. You can sit down with them. You can walk them through the process or just, you know, like brain dump, as I always say, kind of just let the, the thoughts flow on a paper with this person. And you and this person can create an SOP. And then that person can execute on that. So you can find someone whose specialty is project management, someone who has in their resume 
structuring standard operating procedures, which is more than just a list of what you do. It's taking the list from your head of the things you do and breaking it down into a step-by-step process. So if said person is helping you create the SOPs, exits the company, or you grow and you need to have someone else come on and execute something else for you, one, you have a template and Two, you have, if they happen to be doing the same job, you need to have more than one person doing it. They are also operating from that standard operating procedure. So it's a really good thing to have. And it just keeps you organized in your brain. And then you can refer back to it if you need to as well, just to, if someone asks you a question, you're like, yes. And step two is da, 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 da. So ask yourself if you have these things. And if you don't have them, right, our options are just to recap that we can find someone that can help you establish them. That's something that we can do also on a call as well. I'm happy to walk through that process with you. I have that experience as well as you can create one yourself. Now, if you're in the thick of it and you don't have the time to sit down and write out what is what the potential process is for one of your operating procedures, something that's happening in your business, uh, for instance, what happens if you were to create a podcast from start to finish, uh, recording it, editing it, creating uh, content that goes online for it, et cetera. What is the procedure there and walk your way through it? Another example would be if you have a robust social media presence. Now you could probably find a social media company or you can find an assistant that can, again, either help you build the process or you can walk through what the process of what you typically do is. Oh, I have this theme and then I create these three posts and then I create the content that goes in the post and it goes into this document, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that is how you can create them. Sit down, take a few moments. Again, if you're at your wit's end, it would behoove you to find time to write down all the things you do in your business and to then from there write an SOP for something that you need to hire out for and or hire somebody who can help walk you through that together. All right. My friends, number three, the question you should ask, and this is really (laughs) kind of goes back to the first one we talked about is, are you maxed out? So if you are a service-based professional and you have hours that you are showing up to where you need to be and you can no longer fit any more hours in, and it's gotten to a point where you're canceling on people, some big life event comes up and you have to quote unquote shut down the business or just pause things for a moment, which is not what we want to do, right? That's not operating in a productive way. We don't want to have to shut down our business and possibly lose business. And if we continue to have to pause our business because we're not able to show up, whether because, and I can I can vouch for this, you're getting sick, so you have to keep pausing and rescheduling on people, or there are big things that happen in your family that were unexpected. Uh, we own a property. We had some things happen on that property very unexpectedly just before Thanksgiving. I had to take a step back from my teaching schedule, which is, it bums me out because I love to teach so much, and I couldn't show up in the studio, and of course, it hits me financially. And these are things that pop up, but luckily, I had Uh, I say I have, but the studio has so many incredible instructors that step up when we need help, thankfully. But that's not the case. If I had my own studio and I didn't have another teacher, what am I going to do? I'm going to have to pause what I'm doing, reschedule, rewire everything. And that's even more work. You're trying to plug and play everybody. And I know, again, from personal experience, it can be exhausting. So if you are maxed out and you're plugging and playing all the time because you have things going on, again, if if things are going awry in your family, 
and you need to take a step back from your business so you can focus on your family, which should be one of those top priorities, right? God, family, work, then you need to have someone there to help you out. And you need to have an assistant for the most pressing matter. So going back to the studio example, if you are someone who's maxed out on time, you can't show up to the studio as much as you would like to, or you're unable to, you need to hire another instructor and walk them through the processes in onboarding new clients. Uh, What happens when you teach these certain type of classes? Are there structures for each of the classes? And yeah, I get that that is work, but so is all the extra work that you're doing to basically Tetris your way through your business. So if you don't take that extra time to set these processes up, one, to evaluate where you are in your business. You might be someone who's not even evaluating things. You're just going, 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 not even having a quarterly review. Yeah, you know, who knows what your books look like, you know, kind of estimating what, what you're bringing in, what's going out. Like when you first get started, you know, for a couple of weeks, I mean, maybe that's okay if you're kind of running it as a hobby, but you really, you know, once you get going, you really need to have these things in place or yeah, you're just, you're playing around. You're playing around and you're not going to create anything. There's going to be no growth because you don't know where you're growing from, right? And even though you feel maxed out and you feel like you can't take on one other thing, again, you're going to spend less time with somebody helping you. You're going you're gonna to have to create these processes. You're going to have to onboard them. But once you're there and the learning curve is you're over the learning curve, they're over the learning curve of coming onto the team and doing these new tasks and getting into the flow of what's going on in your business, it's going to be a lot less time and you're going to feel a lot less stressed. Okay, nice collective breath in. Let's recap these questions. Is your spirit suffering? Number one, is your spirit suffering? If you're not able to spend time with the Lord, if you're not able to set your priorities right, if you're just, you're not even able to feel any peace, your spirit's suffering. And therefore, your relationships are going to suffer both with your children, with your spouse, your health is going to suffer. Something important is going to break. And you don't want to get to that point. Even if things are good right now, it's going to get to that point if you do not reconnect with self. Number two, do you know what you need help in? So listing out every single thing that you do in your business and then looking for where you think you need the most help. And then asking yourself if you have any processes in place, and in which case you might need to find somebody to do that with you. Three, are you maxed out? Are you just burning the candles at both ends? In which case we circle back to number one, is your spirit suffering? My hope for you, my friends, is that this episode just reminds you to check in with yourself and that you will consider these questions thoughtfully and prayerfully and take a really good look at what's going on in your business so that you can be more present in your life. You might be doing too much and it might be time to find somebody to help you out. This is a huge hump for you. Let's connect. Let's have a conversation. Let me help you. Let me help walk you through and guide you through where you need to go next. I have opened up 20-minute discovery calls for the month of December. You can email me at christina at Just put in the subject, one-on-one discovery call. And then in the actual body, just give me a little bit about what you're looking to talk about. And we'll set up the call. We typically do that through Calendly. And we get set up and we'll have a 20-minute call and see if there's a good fit. I want to help you, encourage you, and guide you. But I really want you to do the work. And I know that you can because you're awesome. And I love you. All right. Thanks, friends. Thanks for joining me today. I'll talk with you soon. Did you find this episode encouraging, uplifting, or educational in some way? 
Well, that is awesome. I would absolutely love it if you would take all that goodness and put it into a review on your podcast listening app so that other women like you can find this podcast, subscribe, and get new episodes every Wednesday. Thank you so much for your time, your consideration, praying for you big, and I'll talk to you next week. 